0: I'm
1: Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse here in Salt Lake, 1825 South, 300 West. Don't forget about their Orum location as well, 86 East, University Parkway. Let's get out to The Zone phone. He makes the magic happen for KSL Sports. He covers the Utah Jazz. You can also follow him on Twitter at Ben's Hoops. He's our friend Ben Anderson. What's going on, Ben? What's going
2: on, guys? How are you?
1: Hey, man, we're, uh, we're doing terrifically well. Uh, I asked Howard Beck this question. I'll ask you the same one. Uh, when you were growing up playing ball with your buddies uh, at school or at the playground or whatever, were you the type of guy that got
2: picked first or last? So I had this funny uh, thing happen to me where when I was in elementary school, I was like a pretty good basketball player, and that was kind of my identity. And that was you know, I was a junior jazz guy, and that was kind of everything I did. And I played with my older brother, so I kind of had that advantage of it. I was always playing against older kids, so I was good for my age. And then I became this really grungy skateboarder in high school, and I had really long hair, but I still loved basketball, and I still kind of played a lot secretly. So I'd get picked last, and then I was the good kid who got picked last on the team that kind of always (laughs) ended up winning games because they got a somewhat decent player with the last pick, and as we know, that's like finding a second-round draft pick.
3: So, Ben, are you grungy anymore, or have you left that in your rear view?
2: No, I mean, I I think We're in a pandemic, Gordon. I mean, I've seen the guy who covered the jazz for a really long time who's notorious for vests and hats and kind of never changed his grungy look. So it's kind of part of the M.O. of covering the jazz. But I haven't had to leave the house. I've been extremely grungy lately.
3: (laughs) So let me ask you, though, Ben, let me ask you about Jake's question about uh, where you picked first or last. Do you think that that kind of thing uh, settles – in a certain way with Rudy and Donovan so that they could actually turn it into maybe some productivity moving forward as motivation? Or do you think this is just water off a duck's back, no big deal?
2: No, I think it does matter. I don't know if it turns the into the right motivation for the Jazz. I, I just some guys do. You know, Darren Williams used to get snubbed for the All Star game and would go crazy. Carl Malone got snubbed for a starting spot, and went off for sixty one points against the Milwaukee Bucks. Some guys go nuts with this type of stuff. And I, I know for sure that Darren Williams was frustrated by the Shaq stuff. I, I've heard that he's kind of talked about it privately, that he really did not like what Shaq had to say about him. Rudy Gobert, we know, has fought his entire life to be included and to be an insider and not kind of be the other uh, that I think happens to him so often. I, I don't know if we've seen necessarily a direct turn of that set turning into something you know, super productive for the Jets. I don't think it's bad. I think some guys get angry and try so hard that they end up hurting their team. I don't think the jazz are gonna do that necessarily, but I don't know if this is some extra juice that takes the jazz to the next level.
1: Ben I wanna ask you about the post game after the Philly game. As you mentioned, uh, you know, you, you cover the jazz on a daily basis, you've done so for a long time now. I've seen a lot of post game interviews and particularly with these uh, this group of jazz players I have never seen a post game like that, where three players line up and go scorched earth right in a row. I mean, I know Mike Conley was a little less fierce than the other two, but I've I've never seen that, and it kind of stood out to me as more than just uh, your prototypical griping after a tough loss. How did you read that post game press conference and all that we heard from those three players?
2: Well, and to add to that, Jake. Uh, nobody requested to talk to Rudy Gobert. And and look, if guys don't have to talk to the media, they're not going to talk to the media. Uh, He came late after we talked to Darren and Mike and Quinn Snyder, or I should say Donovan, I'm sorry, Uh, Donovan, uh, Mike, and Quinn Snyder. So to get to this point where Rudy came really late, the Jazz had to reset up and re-invite the beat writers to jump back on to have this conversation. He knew he was going to get fined. He knew he was going to say something explosive. You're right. I I haven't seen that specifically with this jazz team. We've seen explosive walk-off interviews, people be mad at the refs. Donovan Mitchell got tossed, had a couple of minutes to unwind. He jumped on the conversation before Quinn Snyder even talked, which, if you know, that never happens. It's always the coach first. So, like, this was clearly really eating at the jazz players to the point where Donovan had to say it quickly. Rudy Gobert had to not end his night without saying something. And they both knew they were going to get fined. They both kind of opened with cool heads and then exploded and, you know, kind of some some profanity-laced tirade. But they knew it was going to happen. They wanted this to happen. This was by design not going into the game but certainly leaving the game. They realized this is something they felt like they had to do.
3: So, Ben, you watch every single Jazz game Jake and I have been going back and forth. Jake thinks that there's truth to what they're saying, that the Jazz do get. I don't want to misrepresent what you say, Jake, but I I think you think that they are treated in a different way by the referees than other teams. I have certainly noticed that the Jazz at times have bad calls, go against them and all that, and I thought that game the other night was a joke at the end. But I, I don't think that the referees subconsciously or consciously have it in for the Utah Jazz. What do you make of that?
2: I don't think they have it in for the Jazz. I think I agree with you on, on that part of it, Gordon. I, I, I don't see the Jazz getting the same respect with guys like Donovan Mitchell that certainly a James Harden will get or a LeBron James will get. And, the, you know, the best example of that is kind of that weird wrap-up with Ben Simmons where if you want to say it's a 50-50 call, that's one thing. A 50-50 calls always go to the offensive player. And yes, I know Ben Simmons is the front runner right now for defensive player of the year, at least he was in kind of the latest NBA rankings. But even then, that's a star player, Donovan Mitchell is a two time all star already at this point. with the ball in his hands, with the chance to extend the lead in the fourth quarter, like that never goes against a player like Donovan Mitchell or a star player on another team, especially the offensive player especially when it wasn't like a a block charge call. Like that wasn't a a traditional 50-50 defensive call. They got wrapped up and Donovan Mitchell got out of it and spun and they called the foul on him. So I do think we are seeing some areas where the jazz might get slided like that, where other star offensive players don't get slided. With that said, Rudy Gobert also gets away with a lot of contact physically because he is such a good defensive player and refs do give him that type of star power. So The Jazz could use it more on the offensive end. I think they get some good calls defensively.
3: You know, I thought one thing that Jake said that was really right on the money was, Jake, how did you put it, that when Donovan was spinning, he had the ball in his right hand, and yet he was charged with hooking with that same arm it seems like that's a, that's quite an accomplishment, one that uh, you don't, <laughs> I would be don't even know if it's
2: possible. <laughs> well, and they said he hooked his leg, and, and you know, I mean, I, I get it, Ben Simmons is six nine, and Donovan Mitchell six one, so that would about line up, but there were no legs involved anyway. The, the whole thing was weird, but the, the whole last two-minute report I, I thought was very strange the way it was handled. And you look back, and you understand what they're saying, and they provide video evidence but still, some of the things didn't quite add up the way they lined them out and filled out the filled out kind of what exactly had happened.
1: Ben, uh, you you wrote today about uh, Quinn Snyder and his journey, and I want to give you a second to uh, to kind of pub your your piece today because I thought it was it, it was excellent. But also, you know, I like asking uh, writers this: What did you learn about Quinn Snyder when you were working on this story? So
2: I think here's what's interesting. Quinn and Gordon, you'll, you're familiar with this. Obviously, Jake, you are too. But Gordon, I know you've written kind of a profile about him, maybe the most prolific of, of all the local writers since uh, since Quinn Snyder joined the Jazz because his background is, it's not off limits because nothing's off limits, but it's certainly not something that a lot of people are talked about. And some of that, I think, comes from just the fact that Quinn doesn't talk about it. He's not open about what his younger life was like. He's not open about what his private life is like. He talked about his kids a little bit. I even realized today, Uh, and I got corrected by a fan, he has four kids. I thought he only had three kids. That's how kind of private he is. I didn't even know how many kids he'd had since he'd been with the Jazz. So he's just a private person, and I think because he's earned it, because he is honest enough about the stuff that really matters, which is everything on the floor, he gives you truly good answers after games, he takes the time to listen to what you're saying, he makes time for for the the media out there. We don't need to pry into his private life. So I, I think the fact that He's been willing to open up more about that in the last few months. And I don't know if it's because the Jazz are winning. I don't know if it's because he likes where he is in his life. Whatever it is, he's going back and, and opening up about coaching at Duke. He's he talked about coaching at Missouri, which he'd really never done a whole lot before. He's talking about his private life a little bit more. We're starting to see him open up a little bit more. I don't know if he's embracing Utah. I don't know if he's just relaxed. I don't know if getting a contract extension a couple years ago made things easier for him or he realizes his plans are coming into place. But I do think that's a little bit of an evolution from what we had seen when he first got here for the first whatever that was, seven or eight years since he's been with the Jazz. This feels a little bit different to me, and I don't want to read too much into it, I don't want to pretend like that's what I expect going forward from him, nor do I actually think that matters all that much. He gets to be a private person, doesn't have to have his whole life on, on full view of the, of the public. But I do think I've noticed a little bit over the last few months he's been talking about his past, his current life, his wife, his kids. We're seeing that change a little bit. And I don't know if that's pandemic, and he's just around his family all the time, so that's what he has to talk about, or what. But I think that was really interesting to see, and that's, you know, he's a constantly evolving person. You look at who he was when he was you know, 18, leaving Mercer Island to go to Duke, to leaving basketball altogether, to coming back to it, to loving the D-League when he was a coach there, to now being one of the, what, four best coaches in the NBA. He's, just, he, he's a very fascinating human being, and you know, it's fun to be able to cover him.
3: Well, I I don't think it's any secret. I have a lot of respect for Quinn Snyder and Amy and their family. But uh, I'm wondering, what is your takeaway from Quinn other than what you just said? What do you make of the man uh, in general?
2: That's a big question. (laughs) There's there's so much to Quinn that I, I guess I would be lying if I say I felt like I had a comprehensive understanding or knowledge of who he was. I also think that's not something I'm trying to fight to get because, A, it's not my job, B, it's not my top interest. And, C, that's kind of part of the fun thing about Quinn Snyder. It's like he's not on full view. He's not trying to be Stan Van Gundy or Jeff Van Gundy who likes the spotlight. There's nothing wrong with that. If those guys want to be a part of this kind of spotlight of the NBA and you want to belong there, I think that's totally totally fine and it's good for the fans and, and certain fans like that. You don't have to do that. And I actually like that Quinn Snyder has found a way to kind of exist in both places. Because He doesn't shirk his obligation to provide the media with the information that we need. He shows up to practice every day. He talks to us. He's rarely short. You know, he, he rarely ducks away from interviews quickly. So I think I like that about him. And I'm also okay with him having a bit of a mysterious origin story. I'm sure he's felt like he's talked about it plenty of times. There's a ton of articles about his past that are out there that are easily, you know, put sound on the Internet if you want to. I, I get why he's still not trying to do that. And you know what? Good for him for not feeling like his whole life has to be about a redemption of who he was when he was 20 at Duke or 30 at Missouri or 35 or 40 when he was in Austin. You, you don't have to do that. You get to move forward with your life. And I think that's maybe something that is impressive about him that I've respected and that I like about him.
1: Is there a local storyline that you're going to be watching the All-Star game for? And I that that seems like a really obvious question, but I guess is there something specific Do you want to see if Quinn Snyder actually coaches or if if Donovan scores 30 or Rudy was great last year duplicates it? I I don't know. Is there a storyline locally that you're you're going to have your eye on in the All-Star game?
2: Yeah, Jake, maybe instead of going kind of, you know, micro and saying, oh, did, how did Darren or Donovan play? Sorry, I just wrote a Darren Williams article, so I'm <laughs> going to keep saying Darren. Uh, how did Donovan play or how did Rudy play or, you know, what did Quinn do? What's the jazz presence big picture? You know, what, what what does it mean when you're the best team in the NBA and you've got your coach representing Team LeBron and you've got Donovan and you've got Rudy? What does that mean? What What does it feel like? Because it felt to me last year like the Milwaukee Bucks had a huge presence because you had Chris Middleton, and you had Giannis, obviously, and you had Mike Budenholzer, and, and they were playing in Chicago, which is, I mean, I don't know the, the, the Midwest all that well, but it's, what, 90 miles or something from Chicago? Like, it's not that far. Milwaukee is, is not that far from Chicago. It felt to me like they had an enormous presence. And even then they had uh, Pat Connaughton was in the dunk contest. So they were super well represented in this, uh, in this All-Star Weekend. Do we feel that way about the Jazz? Does it feel like they're front and center the way Milwaukee did to me last year? Or do they feel like an afterthought the way it felt like LeBron and KD kind of wanted to make them feel like an afterthought last night?
3: Yeah, I think uh, I think Quinn's going to bench LeBron and uh, <laughs> give, give him the what for. What do you think?
2: Yeah. I, I think Quinn has a good <laughs> job of playing along, nor do I think he necessarily cares. He doesn't care big picture about his guys getting drafted last year. He cares about the mental health and the emotional health of his players, and he's certainly there to stick up for his players. I think he's also good at playing along with the rest of it. But if he wants to do anything, play LeBron for 48 minutes. I mean, make him go hard the entire game and wear him out for the second half of the season. Jake, what do you you...
3: think? What do you think, Jake? Ben's pretty smart, isn't he? He knows what he's doing. Uh,
1: But he can't give us a a halfway tease on his next piece about Darren
2: Williams. Ben, tell us what what are you writing about? No, he just had an interesting uh, conversation with the guys at the Ringer, and he talked about how when he was playing, nobody comes to Utah. He said he played in the Olympics. He played in the All-Star Games. He was a really good player. He recognized point guards don't win championships, so could he attract people to Utah? And he said, look, the truth is nobody's coming to Utah. The question is, is that still the case? And I'll leave you with that.
1: All right, there you go. We'll keep an eye out for it. KSLsports.com and follow Ben on uh Twitter at Ben's Hoops. Ben, thank you as always, buddy. We appreciate you. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your all-star break. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks, Ben. That's our friend Ben Anderson. Uh again, check out his work online, KSLsports.com. He covers the jazz and he does a great job doing so. Uh joining us now, uh our friend Clayton. We are here at the warehouse, 1825 South. 300 West. Don't forget about Orm as well. 86 East, University Parkway. You guys are uh, doing a great job. Uh, things are busy. Things are moving. How could people not take advantage of these deals?
4: Hey, I got a special little, speaking of deal, I got a special little, I don't even know what you call this, a little
1: well, it's a picture? uh a commemorative, it's not a plaque, but yeah, a picture.
4: Photo mint?
1: I think it's for the 40th anniversary of the, uh, the franchise, going back to seventy nine.
4: It's got a little coin, for those That's of you cool. listening, it's a Utah Jazz, uh, I don't know, Jake, you're way better explaining things on the air than I am.
1: Uh, Well, it's, just, it's a Jazz logo, it's a, yeah, it's like a commemorative picture and it's got that little coin in the middle.
4: It's it's a picture of the Vivint Smart Home yeah During that, a game. During a game, stands are, are full, it's sold awesome. out. Got a little coin at the bottom. It's something any jazz fan would hang, would like to hang in the in the living room. It's awesome, guys. You guys gave it to me. Let's do a special little deal for this. All right. Any customer that comes and buys the Vidal special, we're gonna give them this this little hook them up. I just shouldn't say any because we only have one. <laughs> the
1: first, <laughs> the, first <laughs> the first that comes in and gets the first, Vidal special. The
4: first, <laughs> the next, the next, the next person that comes and gets the Vidal special, which is which is the Queen adjustable um, head up, foot up. Bluetooth compatible with the awesome mattress for for nine ninety nine. You come get that special. I'm gonna throw in this little sweet gift that you guys
1: on gave top me. of the best deal you could possibly ever get on on, the head po- on top of up. that
4: and mind blowing queen adjustable with mattress with a mattress. Yeah. Name another place that's doing an adjustable bed with a mattress that good of a mattress. You know, I'm not giving you hundred ninety nine dollar mattress. I'm giving you a an eight hundred dollar mattress. With an adjustable bed. At nine ninety nine, boom, boom. <laughs> take advantage of it. The next person that does the
1: Vidal special, this thing is really cool. Any jazz fan would would absolutely like that to hang on their wall. Of so course. take advantage of it, and don't forget about Orem. Of course, everything must go from the Orem location, eighty six East University Parkway. All right, we'll have more big show coming up next. Thank you, Clayton. Thank you, guys. All right, more straight ahead. The uh, drop of the day coming up. 97.5 and twelve eighty the zone. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.8. Of the Zone Live from the Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low it'll blow your mind. Don't forget about their Orem location as well right there on University Parkway, 86 East in the old Toys R Us building. Uh, very easy to get to, and uh, they are everything must go at the Orem location. So make sure and take advantage of that. And also uh, come get the Vidal Special, and you'll get hooked up with a sweet jazz uh, commemorative I'm calling it a plaque. It's not really, it's more of a picture really, but still cool. Um, and uh, you can't beat a deal on that head up, foot up adjustable bed with Bluetooth for under a thousand dollars with a mattress is just amazing. So 1825 South 300 West. were you ready for drop of the day?
3: Yes, I am. Always look forward to it.
1: All right. Austin has has picked today's and it's an old news report. And uh, Austin want to have a little laughs and, Austin told us to tease it as, do you like a little extra spice with your Del Taco? Here you go. For the first time, customers still wiping their eyes as they describe a woman going on a rampage with pepper spray inside a fast food restaurant.
5: Good afternoon everyone, I'm Colleen Williams. And I'm Chuck Henry. This happened at a Del Taco in Ontario this afternoon, all because that woman didn't like her order nbc Force Tony Shin spoke with some of those who were there. Tony. Chuck and Colleen, witnesses told me that this all began when a woman walked into this Del Taco you see behind me so she could complain about her order, specifically a burrito. At the time, there were about eight customers and six workers inside the restaurant. Witnesses say the woman wanted to file a complaint but started cursing and acting aggressively. They say she even picked up a bowl filled with business cards and threw it at the workers before heading to the parking lot. The manager followed her outside to get the woman's license plate, but that's when witnesses say the woman began spraying the manager with pepper spray. The woman then chased the manager inside and began spraying everyone, including customers. We spoke to one customer who got sprayed right in her face.
2: I don't know what to think. I never had pepper spray in my face, but uh, it was terrible. It's awful. Believe it. it was, it was, it was surreal all because of a burrito all because of a burrito.
5: Witnesses say it happened so fast. The oh, they only have a vague description of the suspect. But she may be some kind of health care worker because they say she was wearing scrubs. Police say she was last seen driving a silver Acura MDX. As for the victims, none of them had to be taken to the hospital. as Some were treated by firefighters here in the parking lot.
0: <laughs> wow. She
1: was really upset about that burrito. Did right. she go too far your, though?
0: The, yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm it's your
3: burrito right. I mean, a burrito is, is uh, you know, people care deeply about their burritos, and so it's got. Now be just let me still. ask you this,
1: Gordon. This just this had to be like a falling down moment, right? Have you ever seen the the uh, the movie Falling Down with Michael? So Douglas? That's the one
3: with Michael Douglas. Yeah, I, I yeah, saw yeah. that. So Maybe you you
1: know ago. what I'm talking about, where he just uh, snaps basically. <laughs> <laughs> Where he just has, has all of a sudden he's had enough, and uh, in that particular movie he goes on kind of a rampage. But do you think this this gal just had a tough day, tough week, tough year, you know, and it just all came to a head in, in uh, getting her wrong burrito order? It'd have to so be it was, right.
3: it was a little more. It, it had to be. The, it was bigger than a burrito. Nobody it, but, gets uh, that
1: upset over that. Like I've gotten the wrong order and I've been <laughs> real mad, but I've not gone on a pepper spray rampage. You know what I mean? That had to be. That had to be something else, right? That so had to be a, was, a, a coworker or yeah. That's what I'm saying. It had to be like like her significant other just left her or something. Like nobody gets that upset about a burrito. That had to be just the the, the straw that broke the camel's back.
3: What okay, so let me ask you this, Jake. What is the, without getting too personal here, what is? Can you think of a time in your life when you were so frustrated that you would be tempted to pepper spray the whole room?
0: Uh, before would church you... moved to two hours.
1: <laughs> I, w- I, w- I was going to say just moments involving you,
3: or. <laughs> or... <laughs> or, or do you want me to broaden the net a little bit there uh, I just uh, I mean it would it would have to be just a dark moment That's... i
1: I have I have been really frustrated and certainly been there where it's it's like the culmination of a bad week bad day whatever and you you overreact to something I think we've all been there right but I don't think I've ever been tempted to pepper spray a whole room full of people
0: I'll live a little although maybe uh, now I care about something. <laughs> we should
3: be asking Austin this question. Austin, how many people have you have you pepper sprayed?
0: Today uh four. Uh, it's it's a low it's a low count today. But I that time you were stuck in that we'll call it uh the Archway drive drive through, Jake, and you were getting boxed out. Oh yeah, that, that <laughs> if you had had yeah. some
1: pepper spray on you. That that gal would have gotten pepper sprayed for sure.
3: I would have maybe I'll start take- carrying preppers. <laughs> <laughs> <Have> you-
1: <laughs> Just for those moments. Just for those moments where, where someone really deserves it. You, you don't know need a I
0: background mean? check. Yeah. You know, like that,
1: that one time that uh, I was trying to get a parking ticket taken care of, and I got sent to right. three different people in the same office sitting feet away from each other? By that third person where I had to explain myself again, I, that they would have gotten the pepper spray. Wait, sure.
0: They could all hear you the yes. first time. Yes. But they made
1: you go through the entire ordeal again. The whole song and dance. Have I told you that story, Gordon?
3: Uh, tell it now. You got to.
1: So I, I go in to, to take care of a parking ticket to the city-county building, and I go into this, this room, and it's got like a like an L-shaped counter, right? And I go up to the first person who's uh, on one side of the L, and I explain to them that I'm more than happy to pay my parking ticket, but I'm late, and I'd just like them to knock down the fine because, you know, I had a kid, and it <laughs> fell off my radar. Uh-huh. And so I I'm, I go through this whole song and dance. I talk for like five minutes on uh, this is what happened. I'm more than happy to pay, blah, blah, blah. And uh, this person looks at me and goes, you know, I can't help you with that. You're going to have to go to, and I can't even remember what the department was. You're going to have to go to this department. I said, okay, where's that? And she points at the guy who's sitting on the other side of the yell, all right, in the same <laughs> darn room. So I go up to the guy, and I go, excuse me. And he lifts his head and goes, oh, hi, sir. How can I help you? And she's—he's sitting feet away from the woman that just sent me over to him. And i, I kind of look at him like, "Are you serious right now?" Okay, she, I she guess had to
3: repeat the whole. I
1: guess I'll—I'll I'll go right. I, I guess I'll go right back through it. And he looks at me and he goes, "Oh yeah, well I can't really handle uh, help you with this. You're going to have to go back." to there she said he sends me back to the other woman on the uh, (laughs) it was feet away and so i i honestly pivot and i i go excuse me to the 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 woman who i talked to the first time and she (laughs) looks at go and goes hi sir how may i help you
0: (laughs) and how did she survive falling through that five-story window i
1: was so i i have uh, rarely been that aggravated in my life (laughs) yes i would have so how did it turn out Oh, I I fine. I paid my fine. They knocked it down for me or whatever. But I, I just I, I came away unimpressed <laughs> with our city county government bureaucracy. Uh, it's
0: easier to get into Fort Knox.
1: I just I couldn't believe it when the the first guy was like, "How may I help you?" And I had to go through the whole thing, <laughs> and then to go back to the same person, and she makes me go through it again. It's it
0: kind of real. gangster of her to <laughs> just look up the second time and go, "May I help you? How may I help you? What do you need?" <laughs>
3: You know, Jake, I thought I had heard every story you had to tell, but I i never heard that one.
1: Have you never heard that
3: one? That was my oh. aggravating trip. Oh, uh, it the...
0: gets my blood boiling. <laughs>
3: oh, I'm so mad. So Austin, mad. Austin, what's the worst of it for you? Oh, come on.
0: Uh, you can uh, that, That's thats not a fair question to ask a level-headed, uh, never-reactionary person like myself. <laughs> we've all But we've I've told you said, the microwave story, right?
3: Uh, we've— tell it now you gotta tell it to all just
0: the 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 angels got absolutely screwed in a playoff game against the white Sox, where the home umpire signaled that the guy had struck out then the guy aj prasinski that dirty rotten no good cheat ran to first (laughs) and and the then then the home plate umpire signaled safe and it was like wait what you you signaled that he was out now you're ruling and he ruled that the ball hit the ground, and it didn't. It wasn't even close. The catcher caught it. And, it co- of course, Pruszynski went around the next couple batters and won the game, and the Angels were eliminated a few nights later. And I was so mad at that particular moment that I punched a hole in my microwave uh. right through the door.
3: Why I, would I, you punch the microwave? Uh, what uh,
1: It looked at what, me wrong.
0: <laughs> it said made in Chicago
1: on it. See that was that now that's a great story. That is a great story. It's a very Austin story. That could have been even better if it ended in and then I pepper sprayed a whole room full of people.
0: <laughs> I missed an opportunity, really.
1: You what know, so have Kurt should have Jake. about that call that I pepper sprayed the whole house. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I tried. It was out. The little bean in there was just you, shaking. I know.
1: The 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 woman uh, back to the burrito for a moment. The the woman who sprayed the pepper spray at the at the Del Taco, like she had to come out worse for the wear too, right? I mean, you pepper spray a whole building and you are getting some some splashback. Yeah, right?
0: they didn't mention that she had a gas mask on or anything. She didn't like put scuba gear on and, and then go back in.
1: I would love I would love to be the police officer that showed up onto the scene with all these puffy-eyed, crying people.
3: What's <laughs> her happening pool, here? Did she, did she have like an industrial drum-sized uh, I mean, at what point do you run out of that It
1: stuff? was the
0: big one that you get at like Olive Garden where they just crack the pepper into your salad. It's like three and a half feet long. It was that. Can, you
1: imagine, can you imagine the cop though being like, what exactly happened here? Well, Barbara over there got black beans instead of Pinto and went on a rampage. <laughs>
0: Again, Barbara.
3: Now, how do you think she felt after all of that? Vindicated?
0: <laughs> really? Oh. Because
3: don't you have regrets? I know the no. times that I've got the times I've gotten angry and said something I shouldn't have or reacted a way I shouldn't have. I I almost always feel bad afterwards. It's like, okay, I shouldn't uh, I shouldn't have done that.
0: Here's a how I would feel. Here's, an entire restaurant. This is what I'd be singing, walking away. How do you like me?
3: All <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Could agree more. Man, I'll but tell you one thing. Our proud. listeners, one thing our listeners must know about the EP: don't mess with them. Don't mess with them. Because
0: yeah, I've uh, never been accused of uh, making a wise decision. So, <laughs> I'll
1: tell you what. I i think we can tell this story now.
0: Uh, I way overreacted there. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> our boy hands. <laughs> Our boy Hans made a, an on-air bet with a listener once, and the, the loser would they would have to get pepper sprayed. What? And uh, Yeah, and the listener lost, and so they, they pepper sprayed the listener, and I'm pretty sure the listener couldn't see for, like, a little while. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait.
3: Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> I don't know. Hans, Hans probably.
1: It wasn't Bruce, was it? But there, no, it wasn't Bruce. But there was definitely a few minutes there where it was like, okay, if this guy does not regain his sight, we are in oh real trouble.
0: <laughs> we are in real trouble. Someone would be playing our sound as drop of the day elsewhere today. Yeah,
1: yeah, like radio bozos, blind listener, <laughs> over recent news in ben. Salt Lake
0: City. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and exactly. I, you know what? Hands to this day will blame John Lund for that, and that was all hands. <laughs> God.
3: Man, I, that, that slipped to my memory. I, I couldn't remember that. I don't remember that happening. The worst of it, I thought any bet, anything bad that happened to anybody, was you having to shave your armpits.
1: No, and that wasn't a bet either. That was some sort of weird punishment that you came up and with. And that wasn't Canada. the
0: worst bet Jake's <laughs> lost. Jake once had to eat Rocky Mountain oysters.
1: That's right. Oh, uh, that wasn't a bet either. That oh. was
0: hazing. Oh.
3: By <laughs> Gordon and Bowler. We did do that to you, didn't we? Easy. Gosh, Jake, I feel I'm sorry. I apologize for both of us on that one. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you don't regret it at all. That's like 20 years later. Oh, man, we're sorry. <laughs> did we really do that? Well, it uh, wasn't text- like we were making you eat uh, nails. I mean, it was a good, healthy. Uh... No, I mean, I survived nails. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was I just tech- saw six. Know, they make him eat nails, and- I
3: remember. I remember when. I mean, look, uh, uh, this is not good. But Bowler and I had a whole string of things that Kevin Graham had to do, when he was he was uh, joining uh, the big show. And uh, one of them was to jump off the high dive at Cottonwood Heights Recreation Center at the pool there, and in a in, in uh what <laughs> was it? A teddy? What was it? Something like that.
1: all right we'll have more coming up next we're live from the warehouse no that was that was was just
3: wrong on so many levels bowler never should have come up with that cool story yeah right (laughs) more next 97.5
1: and 1280 (laughs) of the zone
0: Here, blind people, get your act together. <laughs> oh, it's the big show,
1: Gordon Monson, Jake Scott 97.5 and 1280 Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. I texted Hans during the break. Remember when you pepper sprayed that listener? <laughs> Hans said, Bad, 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 bad idea. <laughs> and then I asked uh, I asked Hans how long it took him to get his sight back because I remember it was a while, like he couldn't see for a while. Hans said, about an hour before he could open his eyes. It was about three days before he got right. And then three Hans, days, Hans adds, it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> three days, they
0: That's blinded a man days. for three days. <laughs> That's criminal. Hand. But what that would was in he, the, uh, what
3: would the. What would the lawsuit have been? Had uh, you know that been. If uh, our station cost
1: a man his sight, oh, it would have been bad. <laughs> what, uh, what? Did <laughs> which, he have his eyes open here when now? he got <laughs> sprayed? Or did well, of course did he, he uh,
3: did. Why did he, he have it... open? Why didn't he shut his eyes? It's not going to make a difference. P. S. It's not going to make a difference, but it's a because it goes through the nose and everything. It's...
0: It goes right through your pores.
3: Does it really? Oh yeah. Ooh.
0: Pepper spray is I've strong. Never...
3: Have you been pepper sprayed?
0: Not since I got out of prison. No.
1: <laughs> i think gordon should take a pepper spraying just to tell us what it's like
0: next incriminating audio will substitute is that a in. pepper
1: spray uh,
3: gordon hey speaking of which did we ever get austin uh, to well, do his no no austin audio?
1: still owes us one from the nfl playoffs well, that's your opinion
3: yeah. we still got to get on that <laughs> wait a minute that's a fact that's an opinion isn't it
0: again your opinion
3: we got to come up with some ideas for Austin. Hmm. Yeah. Think on that over the weekend. We'll get
0: them on Monday. I, I would say at this point, I'd take the pepper spray, but three days without sight? Were they like using Acme uh, level uh, pepper I don't know. spray? I
1: don't know. <laughs> Lund had a, a buddy that was involved in law enforcement in some way, shape, or form, oh. and I think he got, he was the one <laughs> Some black
0: procured. ops uh, recipe. <laughs> huh? I think he procured it.
1: <laughs> I remember the day it happened, though. It was bad news because I was program director at the time, and I remember when they did it, and the guy was like, I can't see. And he's in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> trying to put water in his face, and I'm just sitting here thinking, like, wow, we are in real trouble. We are in where, where real did he, the, where did trouble. Hanson,
3: where did Hanson and uh, John get the – they go out to Dugway to get this pepper spray? <laughs> what? No, that's why I'm telling you. Like, Lund had a, a friend who was in law enforcement.
0: Riot well, control level. Yeah,
1: that's that's where they got it. And I don't I don't know, but this poor guy felt bad on that one. Did that he was suffer
3: paralysis too. I mean, what's...
1: and if I remember correctly, this guy lost like several bets with hands in a row, and it just culminated with this. And I think it was the last time we heard from this particular listener. You don't say. But one of the one of the bets he lost, I know, was he had to he had to shave just one of his eyebrows. Oh, okay. Jeez. which is hilarious
0: <laughs> you, you walk into anywhere in public with one shaved eyebrow there's going to be some concerned looks and maybe phone calls made
3: did he pencil they, in the, uh, did he pencil it in after, i think know, I mean, they let
1: him uh, if memory serves and i could be wrong but i think they let him eventually shave both huh.
0: which is not all that much better no, but better than just one. Right, right. Uh, you know, it's a good way to keep the, when all this social distancing stuff goes away, if you want to maintain that six-foot radius around you, shave one eyebrow. No one's coming near you. <laughs>
3: just one. What's wrong with that guy? He's got one eyebrow.
1: I
0: don't know. Stay away from
3: <laughs> Did they have him sign some sort of waiver on that deal, or was no. that just, uh, ha-ha, no, this, this is, is funny? Yeah, this is funny. That's...
0: Legal was not consulted, you're telling me? Yeah.
3: No,
1: they would have told us No. <laughs>
3: That one goes to number one on the list. I think I would probably put second was when Dave Revel. Oh, the nipple piercing,
1: have...
0: yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He, he like lost Did half. Someone his say nipple, nipple, to that. nipple piercing? I have pierced nipples. Hi guys, I got <laughs> pierced nipples. Hey guys, I got pierced nipples. Hey guys, is... I got pierced nipples.
1: Woo Pierced nipples. The the Dave Are... Revel one was really hands at his worst because the idea was that it was a BYU Utah bet. And the the loser had to wear the winner's, like, it, it was a, <laughs> it had to be like a BYU nipple ring. Does that make any sense?
3: Oh, my God. So
1: Hans bought this, like, trinket that had to weigh, like, six pounds. That,
3: that, that was, <laughs> that was Wait, do co- they, do they connected have BYU nipple? Do they have BYU nipple uh, thing? Is no, that's that, why I'm that telling you. Then? It wasn't
1: made for a nipple. It was like a car keychain. <laughs> it was not. It was not like jewelry. It was like something that that Hans stopped off at the
3: Maverick and pip, picked up on his way into the station. It was huge. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Dave Revel, one of the, the all-time great youths, Really was subjected to this by hands. That was a thing, yeah. And and
1: ironically enough, after that Dave was like, We're not doing any more bet's hands and BYU hasn't won since.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, so it's Hans's fault. It is Hans's fault. And, uh, you can blame yeah, they blame
0: Max Hall if you want. But they, it's they, really they him. did.
1: They did those bets over that period of time under Max Hall, where the the rivalry was a little more even, and Dave got tired of losing <laughs> and said, "I'm not doing this
3: again." And I think, I think that's the last
1: time BYU won.
3: <laughs> so it's the re- it's the revenge of the nipple. I guess so. I guess that's that's when it happened.
1: All right, we're here at the warehouse. Clayton's jumping on with us once again, 1825 South 300 West, also 86 East University Parkway
4: in Orem.
1: What do you want to get to now?
4: Hey, you know, I uh <laughs> I've done some stupid bets as well. <laughs> yeah, you gotten into some bad ones. Oh my gosh.
3: What <laughs> was the worst of it, Clayton?
4: Uh, well, I mean what we can talk about on air. <laughs> I bet, I bet my dad. And here's the thing: we were in Korea. My dad did a lot of business in Asia, and I bet my dad that I could eat. I think it was like a hundred bucks, but I didn't know wasabi was spicy. Ah, yeah. Uh oh. And we're talking a whole two. I thought it was like frosting. I was like, "What is? It? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, of course I can eat that." Dad's like, "Okay." And it probably wasn't a hundred bucks, but I was like, "Why? Oh, it's yeah. frosting, like yeah. twenty bucks maybe." Uh huh. I tell you what, I I took a whole spoon, and everyone's eyes lit up, and I was like, "What is the big deal?" And I I put it in my mouth and just I just remember just zing, like I just yep. don't remember. It was like boom, like I, I feel like I saw I, felt, I saw stars. Anyways, I was I was coming out both ends.
1: Yeah, how would how'd that go? No, I was, <laughs> I, was, I, was I was straight
4: in the bathroom, and it was it was out both ends. <laughs> I was I was probably like sixteen. <laughs> That's terrible. It was awful. I
1: bet it was. Don't do that again. I
4: hate eating things, and I I don't know why, but I always I always yeah, of course I can. Peppers, chilies, wasabi. Whatever. Nope, pass. For don't eat wasabi. Come in the come into the warehouse and get a great deal on a on an adjustable bed and yes, a mattress. Sir. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm just gonna finish off and thank you guys and, and let our customers know that we have we have awesome. We have awesome deals. We have the Vidal special. If you're looking for an adjustable bed, keep us in mind. We're we're the best. We're the we're the best price in town for adjustable beds. We also do uh, furniture. We have we got uh, eight sofa loves uh, sets in this week. Where in this market, it's really hard. uh, If you if you're shopping for furniture, you bought a new house. You're looking for something to put in in your house. You know that you're 12, 14, 16 weeks out. That's not the case. Here at the warehouse, we have things on the floor. Come in. We would love to earn your business. Come give us a shot. I'm just going to finish with our, our bread and butter, and it's it's the Clayton sectional. You've I know everyone's heard of Build-A-Bear, right? You know, the teddy bear that was famous in the early, early 2000s. Well, here at the warehouse, we have a Build-A-Sectional. Okay. Okay? You come in. And you, you give us the dimensions how you want the sectional, whether it's a, in a U shape or whether it's an L with a chase or L with two arms. You choose. We have 13 different fabric, fabrics and colors you can choose from. At the 10 by 9, when I mean 10, I mean 10 feet across by a 9-foot chase, we're at 12.99 for a sectional. All right. Any three at about three feet, it's, it's like $300 for three feet above the 10 by nine. No one beats that price. It's made here in Utah, local manufacturing. We're, we're a local store, family business supporting a local manufacturing in times of COVID. It's awesome. It's Clayton. My dad named it Clayton. It's after me. It's Clayton. Uncle Clayton's down there. Basically, if you come into the warehouse and scream Clayton, either the sectional me or my uncle will jump out at you. So. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> the code You'll get taken word care here. of. Yeah, it's, it's all good. the code word at the warehouse. Come check us out. We'd love to run your business. And I just appreciate you, Jake, and, and uh, Gordon for having me today.
1: Oh, you're the best, Clayton. Thanks, buddy. And thank, Hey, thank you guys for taking such great care of our listeners. Really amazing work. We love doing it. All right. 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake, 86 East, University Parkway. Austin, uh, quickly, we've got some uh, breaking news. What's going on?
0: Yeah, Tony Jones of The Athletic uh, just tweeted this out. Mike Conley, pending medical protocol, is invited to the All-Star game. League How about Sources that? tells The Athletic.
1: Wow, that's great. How'd that I'm, happen?
0: Uh, I don't know. That's just what it says. Uh,
1: somebody okay. might uh, – somebody must not be uh, – uh, going for one reason or another.
0: It's got to be he's filling in for an injury, yeah.
1: All right, so there you go. Mike Conley, all-star Atlanta bound, according to Tony Jones of The Athletic. Uh, so And uh, Tony, of course, always solid on these sorts of things, so that's really great news. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We've got Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to Clayton and the whole crew here at the warehouse for hosting the show. As always, they're great. 1825 South, 300 West, their location here in Salt Lake, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. And uh, these deals are going to be going on throughout the weekend. And the Salt Lake location is open on Sunday. So take advantage of it. 1825 South, 300 West. We fibbed yesterday. We gave a, a fake tease that the movie zone was coming up next. Uh, the movie zone is actually coming up next today, is that right, Austin? Yeah, I mean it was right?
0: it was coming up next, just it wasn't immediately next, right? It was coming up in the future, yeah.
3: just just not. <laughs> what next. a day later, twenty
0: six hours later. Yes,
3: did you really? Why did we? Why did we do that?
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know, because one of us doesn't make the schedule and the other didn't read it, so. Well,
1: one of us hosts
0: the Durn hey, Show. Hey, now, hey. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. All <laughs> right, since
3: since uh, since it didn't happen, as I said, what's the poll question? I'm just
0: sitting here last night, going, "Is the show going to start? Are we doing this thing? Oh, or What's we, going where's on? Where's Johnny? Why is Johnny Scotty and... on the air? I don't know.
2: <laughs> Most uh, uh, so wait, uh, what uh, underrated uh, sports movie? Right, yeah,
0: that's right, and. You both uh, failed at the answers yesterday, so you've had twenty-six hours or twenty-four hours to think about it. What Wait, you...
1: Gordon's was the the what Donkey football? movie they kick the football uh, you know yes and but i said I, days sure. of thunder which is a great answer but austin doesn't consider race car racing a sport and the austin, good news still, is that I no nascar
0: understand. fans have the internet so i never heard anything about it
3: oh stop it now i you know the, the race drivers uh, th- these guys are athletes man it takes a lot
1: in to their do own what mind anyway I, I think it counts underrated Uh, What about how about this, Austin? This is if that's a
0: sports movie, Catching Fire or uh, Hunger Games is a sports movie. Oh, it certainly is. (laughs) How about
1: this? What about Eight Men Out, Austin? That's a great sports movie. Nobody talks about. How about Eight Men Out?
0: That's a wonderful answer. I've Uh, never even seen it. You have? Oh, you'd,
1: you'd love it. It's
3: great. How about Major League 3 or whatever? Oh, Gordon, that's not underrated. (laughs) The worst movie
0: ever made? (laughs) I know.
3: It wasn't very good. Was
0: that the Back to the Miners one? Yeah. Yeah, that was with the
3: buzz, the old buzz. I've seen better road shows at
0: the steakhouse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> octopus's garden was an oscar winner compared to that there gordon
3: oh yeah, i mean that was we did win with that man it was really good okay
0: well we're up next for real
1: this time so the movies don't come up next any other teas other than the yeah uh
0: raya and the last dragon the new disney came out today i saw it this morning so uh we'll be talking about that there's a new disney out yep new disney animation from the uh, people that made moana does it
1: does it cost a zillion dollars? To it, it?
0: It's it's available in theaters right now for your theater experience or $30 on top of your Disney Plus uh monthly you get uh you get it for uh, unlimited views so. All all right.
3: Recommended or no?
0: I'll tell you about it next. Stay tuned to the Disney, movie Zone. Man. I love them.
1: Coming up uh right around the corner. Uh Gordon, you enjoy your weekend buddy. I'll talk to you on Monday.
3: Same to you, man. And all the best to all our listeners out there.
1: All right, it's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.